0: Welcome, everybody, to Taking Control, the ADHD podcast. I'm Pete Wright, and I'm here with Nikki Kinzer on this fine, weirdly sunny January day.
1: Mm, You have sun? I don't.
0: It is sunny.
1: Is it? It's a crazy
0: awesome day.
1: Well, you're definitely not in New York City, and you're not in Eugene, Oregon.
0: Snowmageddon.
1: (laughs) No kidding. Wow. You're getting hit back there.
0: But you see, I uh, uh, another colleague of mine, on another show, told me last night that apparently Arizona had an error that made nat- national news on their weathercast because the guy started. Uh, there was just a glitch in the computer system, and all of the all of the um, the numbers on the map that tell you the temperatures in the region, they like We're added wrong. added an extra zero. Uh, <laughs> and he just kept talking about it. He just said, "Okay." And so in Phoenix today, it was seven hundred and fifty degrees, and in And then he he didn't even catch it. He didn't, he didn't even catch it. No, he just got through the whole thing. I thought that was very funny. Um, Okay, so we are talking the show today. I am very excited about the show today. I read your notes, and I was blown away by the coincidence. Uh, we're really? Be, yes, totally. We're we're going to be talking about getting unstuck. Such it is such a powerful concept that can really affect you know affects our lives if we let it get the better out of us. But before we do that, uh, make sure you head over to Take Control ADHD to learn a little bit more about the show. To subscribe for free on iTunes so that you never miss an episode. And most important, uh, we want to hear from you. So if you have any questions or comments that arise from listening to today's show, please join us on Twitter uh, at Take Control ADHD or on Facebook.com slash Take Control ADHD and share your stories about being stuck and what it Mm. means for you to get out of it. Uh, So Nikki, please tell me the story that inspired you to have this conversation today.
1: Well, first of all, I have to say, I'm glad that you see it as being acquainted coincidence for you as well, because that that's what I have to pay attention to. And that's where I started paying attention to this because I was feeling this way. And then a client last week was telling me about how she was feeling this way. And so I know I can share with you, my experience was just sort of, I could just tell that I was fighting that urge of, you know, poor me, (laughs) right? All of these things were um, kind of going disarray and, and why does it have to be so hard? And that was sort of what I kept thinking in my mind when I was dealing with some of these different issues in my own life is why does everything have to be so hard and lack of motivation and just low energy, all of that icky kind of ugly stuff that kind of rears its head when you feel stuck. And, uh, my client had a similar situation where, she comes to the call and, you know, everything is going wrong. Everything's taking longer than she's expecting. And there's so many steps and, you know, it always happens to her and just really kind of beating herself up and, and asking me, you know, how do I get out of this funk? How do I get out of this? And so, and it, I don't know, what was your story? I mean, why is this a coincidence to you?
0: Well, you know, I mean, I've been trying for, for, um, working alone for so long on trying to, to bring all of the various podcasts that I do together. Together under this network umbrella, you know this just sort of concept of bringing all these shows together, and I, you know, working alone on it is it can be really difficult. There's a lot of work, a lot of technical work. A lot, I mean, hundreds and hundreds of episodes, and and lots of questions, technical questions, and practical questions, and advertising questions. You know, these are big issues, and I've just been. I, I found myself just getting in such a slump over it, thinking it's impossible. This is just not gonna. It's not gonna take hold. It's just not gonna happen. And I, it was getting really getting me down down, um, thinking, you know, maybe this is just something. And this is the, this is the part that I realized I'm, I'm really stuck when, when you say to yourself, maybe it's just not meant to be.
1: Mm, right. Right, That is yeah. such
0: dang dangerous language. And I, I typically really resonate with, with, uh, you know, when I hear that it's like, Oh man, something is wrong.
1: Yeah. You um, have to pay attention to that. Yeah. sure. Mm-hmm.
0: So what happened for you?
1: Well, I, there was a, uh, what actually happened? you like want to get to the meat of what
0: Well, what I, I guess what happened or how did you realize that this was, this was a, that you were getting into that spiral?
1: I, I think it's a combination of things. I think that, um... You know, one thing that I that I actually have not shared very much. I don't think I've shared at all with with our audience is that my husband has MS. He has multiple sclerosis, and this is a chronic illness. And it um it it has its moments where it kind of rears its ugly head and and flares up. And in the last month, my husband has. Um, gone through a pretty bad episode. And so when that happens, it obviously affects him drastically, but it affects our whole family. And it really, and it affects me because a lot of, a lot of things have to change. And so while he's resting and trying to, to get to, to beat it and get past it. And so it was this combination of dealing with this chronic illness and trying to stay positive for him um, and not, not, Um, honestly feel sorry for myself, you know, because I'm not the one he's dealing with the, with the pain and dealing with, with the illness. And, you know, there was a moment where it's like, well, I can't feel sorry for myself just because I have to, you know, take out the trash and he, he doesn't this week. Or, you know, it's like, I've got to fight that urge of not not making things feel like it, it's against me or that it's so hard. And that's where I was going. I was like, ah, this is so hard. Why does it have to be so hard? And that's what I was really fighting. And then, you know, we had, um, this great success with my son with his school. But then we had some other things happen with his basketball team and dealing with that and just like, oh gosh, why does this have to be so hard? I mean, it, that that was the question that kept coming in my mind. And that's really what I was like fighting against is like, okay, I have to be an example here to my children, to my, you know, I got I need to take care of my family. And and that's really honestly where all of this came from is this this feeling of just. Oh, get out of this! You know, how do I get out of it?
0: Yeah. Oh, well, now, your story have, is much, much heavier than mine.
1: <laughs> well, it's not meant to be, yeah, and, and and I don't bring it up because you know it, it it's not meant to be. And but you asked, and you know, I'm I'm, I'm glad you shared it honestly, and I so. I absolutely
0: appreciate it because I don't think uh, you know I, I think it's important to recognize just the the level of impact that you know your husband's you know, that what he deals with, you know, impacts what you deal with and how you, how that affects your life and your work and every other aspect of the operation of your family like that. It it has ripples. Uh, And when you let yourself kind of feel stuck, that can, that, that has an impact.
1: It does. It does. And I want to have a disclaimer here because I think that it's important to distinguish the... The feeling stuck and being depressed. And um, this show is not about dealing with depression. Um, you know, if you feel like you're really into it in a dark place and you're depressed, you know, and no matter what you've done to try to get out of it isn't working, then I really suggest that you go see your doctor. Um, these strategies and the experience that I'm talking about is very different from that. Um, I've been in a depression before. I've been in anxiety, you know, um. Uh, circumstances that I needed to go get help, and and that's not what this is about. So, um, I just want to be clear on that. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, going back to this whole thing, and and what you're talking about too, it's like it's just this feeling of powerlessness. I don't even is that a word? Is powerlessness a word?
0: It is. You just have to commit. It it'll be a I'm word eventually
1: to that I word. It's a, but sure feeling is. powerless, I guess, is probably yeah. a better way to phrase it. Um, And and like you said, how that affects, you know, everything in your life and, and for me it was certainly a lack of motivation, energy, you know, just trying to figure out what needed to be done and when it needed to be done. And so I had to figure out how to get out of this. This was just something that I could see was happening, I was paying attention to it, and then when my client asked me about it, I'm like, "Oh man, I've got to I got to figure this out." And really it 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 came to me just stopping and and reflecting on this one question and that, and that is really what am I focusing on right now. Um, and I was focusing on the negative. I was focusing on the problems. I mean, this goes back to when we were talking about problems versus possibilities. I was focusing on how bad it is, how much it sucks, you know, um, how unfair it is, because it is unfair. And I, I know that, but it doesn't matter because the circumstances don't change. And so I have to figure out how to change my thinking. I need to shift what is going to you know, serve me. And these negative feelings were not serving me at all. They were bringing me farther down in this rabbit hole that I did not want to be in. Right. Absolutely. Um, So this little saying kind of came to my mind and I've heard it over and over again. And, um, but for whatever reason, it stuck with me and it's this too shall pass. Is what I kept thinking, and I thought, okay, it may feel awful right now, but it will pass. I will get through it. My family will get through it. My son's going to get through, the, you know, the the challenges he was facing. Um, my husband has this incredible. Um, positive attitude and grace about himself when he deals with these issues with his illness. I knew he was going to get through it. And so then this next word sort of was like resilience, right, came into mind. How am I going to be resilient? And how am I going to take this bad situation and um, get unstuck, right? Because it, it will pass. I know it's going to pass. So these are the things that I did, and these are the things that I suggested to my client do, um, and I think that, like you said at the beginning of the call, I would love to know what other people do to get unstuck because I think there's a variety of different ways to do it. I don't think there's one way or, or this is the right way or the wrong way, but the first thing I did um, is I was going into a situation that I knew was going to be stressful, and so on the way to that situation, I put on the most uplifting, inspiring music I could think of. <laughs>
0: That's perfect. What is it?
1: Well, of course I mentioned this before. It's Jason Mraz <laughs> Okay, <him. laughs> okay. All right. But I did. I put him on and I listened to his music and it put me instantly in a good mood. The other song I love right now is Uptown Funk from um by Bruno Mars. I love that song. <laughs> Just makes me happy and and I want to dance when I when I hear it. So That's I put so good. on Yeah, I put on good music. I put on music that makes me happy. And um what what that did for me going into this situation is I was driving to the situation. And so what it did for me is it just sort of put things in perspective like okay, this doesn't really matter. It is going to pass and I'm going to get through it. And um I'm just going to listen to this good happy music and and be in a good mood. And so at least when I'm going into the situation, I'm in a good mood. Mm -hmm. I leave the situation. I'm mad, (laughs) but I put (laughs) back on Jason Mraz on the way home and it got me back out of that. Let
0: Jay Mraz pull you back.
1: It pulled me back into the moment and pulled me back to that. that doesn't matter. (laughs) And this is what matters. So again, I mean, music for me, music does that for me. And it doesn't, it's not just his music. It's any music that you find that's uplifting. But for me, when you hear, you know, an upbeat, song or something that just makes you smile and dance or it's a good memory, you know, or something like that. It just takes you out of that funk a little bit. It takes you out of that ugliness and that's what that did for me. Uh, The second thing I did is I decided I needed a little exercise because we all know that exercise is such a good thing for us. Um, And uh, so I decided to take my dog for a walk and as I was doing that, I decided to listen to a podcast about motivation because I thought, okay, I'm stuck. I need some motivation. What, is, what does this person have to say to me? Sure. And uh, so I'm listening and I'm paying attention to what they're saying. But one thing that they said that really um, stuck with me and that I want to share with, with our folks is that motivation is not something that just comes to you. You actually have to find it you have to pay attention to it, you have to create it, and you have to then act on it. And I thought, wow, huh? It doesn't just come to me. I don't know why it never dawned on me before that it's not, I don't know. I mean, does, what do you think when you hear that? For me, it was, But
0: well, it is, it is kind of a a jarring statement. I guess it makes, it makes sense. Like you just sort of, uh, like there is a, it makes it an active thing. One of the things I really like about it is it, it puts the control back in your, you know, your hands.
1: Yes, right? yes.
0: You, you're in control of your own motivation. And, and, you know, motivation, it seems, is an outcome to the things that you do to provide yourself the safe space to be motivated.
1: Right, And right. when
0: you stop acting on those things, right, when you stop putting yourself in a position, when you stop turning off the, you know, the notifications of Facebook and stuff, when you stop, you know, eliminating distractions, then what you're doing is letting go of control of your own motivation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I really like that. I mean, I, I really like that message.
1: I, I did too. And I, and it really, again, it just kind of stuck with me that it doesn't have to be all or nothing too. Cause I guess I feel like either you're motivated or you're not motivated. And, and this just sort of like reminded me that it is in our power to, to find it, to, to, to go towards it, that it doesn't have to be something that goes away from us. Um, and so that, that really stuck with me and, and, uh, you know, I came home, of course I, I felt better because I had exercised and I, I got moving and, and the endorphins are going. And, um, I paid attention to the beauty around me because that was one day that, that Eugene also had a beautiful sunny day in January. Um, and so I paid attention to those things. And again, just sort of like centered myself back into what really mattered and taking some of these situations that were very negative and, and, and putting them into the positive, and i've always done that in a way of gratitude, like to okay let 's not focus on what 's not going right let 's focus on everything that is going right, and I think that that certainly can make a difference um, but really, what it all comes down to is we have a choice. I really do believe we have a choice. you know, are we going to wallow in the ugliness, are we going to stay there, or are we going to do something different? Are we going to create that motivation? that we need. And, you know, my problems haven't gone away. Um, my husband still has MS. He'll always have MS unless they find a cure someday, which God hope they do. Um, but they're not holding me hostage. And, and that's how I felt before. I felt like I was being held hostage and now I'm not. Um, and that I, is huge for me. And I hope it's, you know, I hope that somebody that's listening out there, it, it, it rings something true for them too.
0: I do too I think that's a it's a I just think it's it's so powerful to think about it, like you said you know when you 're feeling stuck to go listen to a podcast about you know that that helps you get motivated right what are the tools that you can take ac- action on that you can embrace in your life that can help you uh, help you move through it for me it 's people and and what got me out of my recent funk was was that I realized I had been working on this alone, and as soon as I you know got over that sense of fear like not wanting to talk to people outside of my head for fear that they'll judge or for fear that they'll, you know, cast any sort of doubt on my action. You know, as soon as I started talking about it, eventually I found the right people that not only thought it was a great idea, but want to help, uh, and, and want to be a part of it and want to help sort of grow something cool. And, and you know, that is, is an enormously empowering bit of feedback. So seeking out that external, um, that external sort of resonance, that external reflection, that what you're doing is okay and where you are is okay. And, and it feels hard now, but it doesn't always have to be okay. Or it doesn't always have to be hard. Um, you know, it was, it's, it's a really powerful experience for me too.
1: Well, and I think that's a, that's, that's a key point. I think connections and, and, and other people, I think, um, are also important. And I, and I, you know, it's interesting that I didn't have that in my own kind of strategy, (laughs) but I can see, like, I think about that and I think about when I'm, when I'm down, I do reach out to the people that are the most positive in my life and who understand me and I, who I know aren't going to judge. Um, and it is interesting how you sort of just, you know, instantly find yourself Calling them when you haven't talked to them for a while or sending them a text that says, Hey, how's it going? And, it, and, and I'm sure that that subconsciously is a big part of it. Yeah. It's, it's getting unstuck. You know, I think so.
0: I think yeah. so. I, it's, yeah. it's a really, well, it's just a wonderful um, kind of experience. And it feels so, so good when you actually get out of it.
1: Right. Right. You
0: know, when you realize you're taking control of, you know, of your own. Motivation or yeah. feeling about it, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So one thing I want to talk about real quick or just kind of let people know um, to be on the lookout for is sort of in um, relationship to what we're talking about today, I am going to write a blog blog post in the next week or so um, about why I think it's important um, to know why something is so important to you um, before you tackle whatever change it is that you're looking for. So there's just going to be a few thoughts on why um, I I think it's important to understand our motive motivation, um, and how that really does drive us, uh, in following through with long lasting change. Cause it is certainly something that we need to continue going back to, because like we said, it is not just something that comes to us. No. Um, and I'm going to write about that. Yeah. Yeah. I've decided, um, I wanted to write about that. I don't know why, but that's where my inspiration is, is coming into, to writing about that piece of it. So, Excellent. so be, on be on the, the lookout. lookout for that.
0: TakeControlADHD.com okay, yeah. for uh, Nikki's latest post. And uh, yes. that will be coming shortly. Yes. Any Indeed. other news for the people?
1: Uh, no, I just wanted to comment real quick, too, about um, if you're interested in coaching, uh, to just contact me via email. Uh, you can get a hold of me at Nikki at um, if you to, have any questions.
0: TakeControlADHD.com.
1: What did I say? Nikki I said
0: ADHD. ADHD. I that's ADHD.com. That's not I've, a thing.
1: That is not a thing. <laughs> That You won't get a hold of me if no, you do she it won't, that No, you
0: just won't respond. It'll seem <laughs> no, really rude.
1: It will be, yeah. Well, you'll probably get one of those bounce backs. It doesn't exist. That's right. Yeah. Email mickey at takecontroladhd.com to set up an appointment. I know that sometimes people don't really know what the first step is, and that that's what it is. got to contact me, and um, we can chat.
0: I love it. I love that first step. Mm-hmm. You don't know what the first step is. you just got to reach out. That's right. Find your people
1: find your people
0: thank you everybody for listening we so appreciate your time and attention downloading subscribing to the show if you have a few quick minutes and you're in itunes head over there and and find the show in the iTunes podcast directory. Just search for it in the iTunes store and uh, leave us a kind review. We sure appreciate those stars and it absolutely helps other people to discover this show. Uh, So if you find anything that connects with you regarding this show, we sure appreciate you sharing it with others that you care about. Thanks so much, everybody. On behalf of Nikki Kinzer, I'm Pete Wright, and we'll catch you next week on Taking Control, the ADHD podcast.